Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James Lawson, and as Mr. Sunday, with me as always is my co-host, Nick Mason. But you might only be with me for the last time. Wait, what? Uh, to, like, in the same space. Oh. Because we're, 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 we've talked about I'm flying about away in a rocket ship. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to have to, we're going to do a bit of distance for this show from now on, we think, don't we, Mason? Maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but probably. <laughs> well, maybe, we're, we'll be ready for it. Look, all I know is... I'm taking some of your equipment. <laughs> whether we use that to make a podcast yep. or whether I sell it at cash converters, who's to say, you know? <laughs> Sometimes out here. It certainly is, yeah. Mm-hmm. We hope everyone's holding up okay. Look, we're not going to bang on about it too much, are we, in terms of, you know, what's going on? I don't even know on. what Every, you're Everybody about. knows what's happening. I want to quickly plug up top, though, uh, Ben, of course, has, uh, it's, we, we mentioned this last week in the What We're Reading, Ben, who does a lot of editing. He does all of the Caravan of Garbages. You, you'll see his face pop up in there. From time to time. <laughs> Exasperated yes, a lot of the time. Right. Uh, his EP is out. It's four terrific tracks based on places he has lived in the world. We talked yeah, about it last week. Yeah, that's right. It's I called Business District is, right. the name, is, is his artist name. So. Just check it out on Spotify or other platforms. He is also putting it up on his YouTube channel. So it's it's really great. We talked about it last week. But uh, I just wanted good. to make sure just to get that in up top. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right, Mason? Is there something yes. else we have to plug? Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, there is a new <laughs> podcast on the Planet Broadcasting Network. There's three episodes up and then it stopped because of the, the reason being that it's called Time to Die and it's about comedians writing terrible material for each other. That's right. And then putting it out there it, and then they have to perform that material and it's uh, it's it's just comedians bombing. Now, half the show is Ben Russell, who people <laughs> will know right. from Gammy Gammy Game. Yes, that's right. And also Tom Witty, who people might know. He did a lot of, he's done a lot of work in Australian TV as producer behind the scenes. But he's done also some on-camera stuff. Don't get me wrong, Mason. I don't want you to get me and wrong. And he's part of the great podcast, Time to Die. That's right, exactly. So it's them wrangling comedians to, to do this. It's they, they write each other terrible stand-up, then they have to go out into the world as yeah. well, to a stand-up comedy night and perform yes. the terrible material. That's right. And see how it goes. So there's, so that's there's three ready to go. It's highly recommended. It's really tightly edited, so it's like 30 minutes, and it's just a lot of fun. So please check it out. And also check out the podcast, The Weekly Planet, that we're doing now. We're talking Wonder Woman news, Mason. Oh, yes. We're talking Star Wars news, your favourite. Oh, come on. <laughs> we're talking... Uh, 
Furiosa. And of course, we've got a, it's a big anniversary of a, of a big beloved comic book character, which we're going to go through this week, aren't we? Snapper Car. That's right. Mascot of the Justice League. <laughs> Doing a bit of this. Keeping it cool, Daddy O. Snapper Car? C A R. Right. Oh, yeah. like, as in, like, the name, not the driver. It's not a car. <laughs> not a car. Oh, my God. What if it was that? Doesn't though? snap into a car? No. And why are we even talking about him? Let's talk about Robin instead. Okay, we can talk about Robin, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Wonder Woman has been pushed a month, which means I guess Warner Brothers have fu- some faith in uh, the idea that this will all go away, mm-hmm. which is good, I guess, because if anybody knows, Warner Brothers knows. Warner Brothers knows. That, that big water tower. They've got a nose for success and a nose for, for communicable diseases. Correct. Patty Jenkins also talked about why she left Thor the worst Thor. Uh, oh, I saw the headline, but I, didn't know. I don't know why. No. Yeah. Basically, she said, I got the quote here. Uh, I do not believe that I can make a good movie out of the script that they were planning on doing. I think it would have been a huge deal. It would have looked like it was my fault. It would have looked like, oh, my God, this woman directed it, and she missed all of these things. Uh, this is one time in my career where I really felt like, do uh, do this with another director, and it's not going to be a big deal, and maybe they'll understand it or love it more than I do. So, yeah, so she stepped away from it. For, I think it was a very yeah, smart good call. decision. Because yeah. Alan Taylor's taken a lot of heat for that Thor movie, which... To be honest, I think he's fine. Uh-huh. I think it's totally fine. Well, here's the thing, though. I had completely forgotten that the director of that movie was a guy called Alan Taylor, and he's mm. probably copying a lot of heat now. Yes, because it's being brought up again. Sure, <laughs> he's like he's at home, just like God, God damn, it. damn it. And I did Terminator Genesis, oh. which is the fourth to fifth worst Terminator. Right? Who's to say? So it's one of the best, is what you say? <laughs> I don't know anymore. No, I don't know. How many either. are good? Yeah, I but mean, also two. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, you know, Patty Jenkins is in, the, is in the position, you know, as a female director. Yes. If you make a bomb or you make a movie that yeah. people don't like, it's a it's because there's so few women directors yeah. doing mainstream big movies. It's like, well, women can't direct b- yeah, movies. This is why. This, this is why. This is why. And so she would cop it for that and, yeah. and making a bad movie. Yeah. Even if it's you know down to a bad script exactly. or whatever. So I think. Yeah, good call to, to pass on it. Yeah, absolutely. How many people get multiple, multiple chances and t- turn out terrible things? Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner, I'm absolutely, yep. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> yeah, there's an example. Uh-huh. The other thing is, uh, I'm not saying women can't make terrible films. Absolutely. It's 2020. Anyone can make a terrible <laughs> film. I'll side note, I was in a JB Hi-Fi the other day getting my copy of Doom Eternal. And getting your copy of uh, The Coronavirus. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just getting, uh, just getting a heap and helping of it. This is before it was a thing. I know, I know. Not really. It was. Oh, I mean, it's still uh, things weren't quite as shut down as they are now. I think JB's yeah. still open. It's not the hint of that. Go on. Uh, and anyway, there was a big standee for copies of Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Uh, and again, I haven't, I haven't watched it mm. yet. I've heard fairly good things about it. Mm. Uh, but this, the standee did say. Get your copy while supplies last. And I'm like, come on. You print a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, no shade to that movie, which I haven't seen yet. But I mean, realistically, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't like, boy, I better get a oh copy my of this. God. Because, this is, these are flying off the yeah, shelf. Right. How many How many were actually I went there? to get my copy and then all of a sudden was gone and some <laughs> madman was running away with... He just had a he just had a wheelbarrow full of copies of Charlie's Angels. How many, uh, how many were there? I mean, all of them, I yeah, think. Yeah, all of them. All yeah. of them. <laughs> I do want to see that. Every copy ever made. I don't, because I don't think I saw the first two when snippets of. Oh, they right, start right. a helicopter when it's falling. That's all <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, from yeah. that. Uh, Tanette is also still releasing in July, as of oh, now. Oh, in cinemas. So, yeah, in cinemas. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep pushing these back if this continues. Yeah, right. so, yeah. I mean, I appreciate the optimism, though. So that's, that's right. That's nice. Just keep your eyes on Warner Brothers. What are they up to? Then we'll know. They're the canary in the coal mine of this situation. That's right. Uh-huh. Keep your eyes on them. 
Uh, here's something that we can actually watch soon. I just mining entertainment for That's us. That's right. Just, oh my god. Just big piles of content. Just cinematic gold. Mm, I just imagine a guy shoveling poop. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> make uh-huh. good stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm picturing. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, so this is coming, I think, in April, mm-hmm. maybe to Hulu. To those both, to, those things well, could then be it wrong. may as well not exist for us because <laughs> we don't get Hulu. That's true. Uh, Justin Roiland's new show, uh, Solar Opposites, has a trailer. Mm-hmm. It's about a space alien family coming to Earth to take it over. And some of them love Earth and some of them are sick of its crap, quite frankly. And they're all, it's, it's Rick and Morty-esque and what's happening it and is, what's going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, their mission is apparently to protect the pupa, which is a living supercomputer that one day will evolve into its true form and consume and terraform, consume them and terraform Earth. But so, it's the baby. But it's the baby it's or the whatever. Baby, yeah. uh-huh. So that's, uh, I, I mean, I'm, all, all episodes also, same day. Okay, right. So there you go. Uh, do you want me to find an actual release date and an actual platform for this, Please. Mason? Please. Yeah. Um, it, it's not set in the Rick and Morty universe, though. Uh, May 8th, Hulu. So okay. things I said were wrong. No, I don't believe so. But then again, it may be because who knows? Who knows? There'll be some nods. No doubt. There'll be some nods, I reckon, yeah. Yeah, so oh, Thomas Middleton as well, Justin uh, Roiland as a voice. Um, yeah, there's no reason to think this couldn't be Rick and Morty's American dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely, that's right. <laughs> Every time they put in an episode of Rick and Morty, I'm like, what? which one of these is going to be spun out into, into, yeah, the, that's right. into Rick and Morty's American dad? But I guess it's a whole new thing. Yeah, so I'm just looking for where it's released in Australia, but... Foxdale will probably, probably get Foxdale, it. Yeah. I hope it goes to Netflix here. Uh, all right. Do you love news, Mason? News yes. of the week? Yes. I love news of the week. I'm glad all of this isn't like, this is cancelled forever. Uh, so <laughs> okay. here we go, Mason. But are you starting with this is cancelled no, forever? No, this is not cancelled. I've got no more news about this is cancelled forever. Okay, right. This is very exciting. Watch your step, though, because you might be cancelled forever. That's true. We should also point out we're recording this on Friday night, our time, because mm-hmm, you right. are going away. Uh, to a remote location, not to the beach, are you? No, you're that's not, correct. You're yes. not going to hang out with other people. <laughs> no. And, and Hopefully I won't see anyone. Yeah, Mason so. is going to every supermarket in Victoria and licking all the apples. Isn't that your plan? <laughs> that's my plan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do that every year. Why should you stop the thing that you love? That's right. It's un-Australian. You've yeah. got to keep doing what like you love. Like two things, comedy festival, cancelled, and, and, and the apple licking thing that you were talking about. Is it red or green? You'll never tell. That's right. But both. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Golden delicious. More like my spit delicious. <laughs> that's right. Wash your fruit, by the way, everybody. I'm into uh, that. Important, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Bean is joining the cast of Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, t- the Terminator's Michael Bean. Terminator's own. Navy SEALs Michael Bean. That's right. Uh, the one with Sean Connery and Nick Cage. The Rock's own. Is he in that? Yeah. Maybe he's in The Abyss as well. I don't know. Okay, cool. He did some James Cameron movies yeah, for okay, a lot cool, of it, cool. didn't he? Yes. Aliens. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that's good. I like him. I know he had some substance abuse issues, and but he's kind of making a bit of a resurgence. He's never really stopped working, but it's, you know, I think it's, this is a cool kind of 80s throwback, which I think is the Mandalorian through and through, is it? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 70s, 80s, yeah. I guess, you know, so... You bloody go. Would this, again, would this have been a reveal that would have been much more well-received if they just put it in? Just yeah. put it in the show. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it's not like people are going to be like, well, I, was, I wasn't I was watching the cornerstone of Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian. Which but, just came to the UK, by the way. But now, congratulations, UK, you've yeah. done it. Just yeah. in time. Congratulations to 2019, UK, you made it. Are they are they releasing the episodes of Mandalorian one at I a time in the be. UK? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, brutal! Yeah, <laughs> there's look, there's an op, there's a there's an opportunity for some someone out there to just 
tweet Mandalorian spoilers or dialogue. Oh my goodness. Like a minute before it happens. <laughs> Just time yourself perfectly. I think I'm equipped for that. I think I could do that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So that's, re- I mean, you would have been spoiled on the big reveal from the first episode, right? Which I don't want to say because of the time I spoiled Knives Out. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> sure. you'd probably also be spoiled from the, the, about the Mandalorian from our, our segment, who watches, watches the TV the show The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. We do. Not now. No, not anymore. Yeah. It's old news. But yeah, I mean... What kind of bounty hunter do you think Michael Bean will be, though? What kind of gruff bounty oh, a bean. hunter? Yeah, a bean. Yeah, like a bean. Like yeah. a bouncing bean? Um, like Bean's Baxter. Mm. Good reference from the 80s, Great probably. Great reference. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knows that. Or the early 90s, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I was speaking of great 80s references, Mason, Punky yes. Brewster. I say that because you, you're guesting on a special episode of Suggestible, which is already up. I mean, guesting's a strong word, isn't you it? You came in as a guest. Okay. Then. We didn't want you there, but you were in the room. Claire insisted. <laughs> I think it was actually me. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But uh, no, so p- people listen to that. Well, well, okay, I guess the question is, will Michael Bean be in like heavy prosthetics, or will he just be grizzled bounty hunter Michael Bean? Grizzled bounty hunter. Yeah, for sure. Can you see that guy in any prosthetics? No. You ever seen him? He might put on a scar. That's as far as you get out okay, of Okay, that's him. pretty good. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. As far as you get out of a Michael Bean these days. Yeah. The great Carl <laughs> Reese. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Do you think the Terminator 2 would have been better off with the original plan? One, The two things that they were originally going to do. One, put in the scene which is set prior to the first Terminator where they find the Skynet lab and they find the second they they go they go into the room and they're like oh they've sent a terminator back in time but at least they've only sent one let's go into this next room Mm. oh they sent two terminators how many of these rooms are there (laughs) (laughs) well look all right for 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 just just to lower our stress levels a little bit let's not go into any more rooms (laughs) yes that's right let's assume for now there's only the two (laughs) yeah and have a nice cup Uh, of tea that's right it's in britain set in britain right yeah Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. so Yeah, I, I think that's, that's the Terminator's dirty little secret. Yes, it's we, set in Britain. It's set in Britain. We also got that. In, we also got that in uh, the original title was "It's the Terminator in it." In it. it yeah. So is that must be a time and space machine, right? Because the Terminators and people arrive at different. That's points a good in question. LA. Yeah, yeah. But they, it's always LA specific. But what if the Earth is rotating? Is that, would that have something yeah, to do with that, it? Yeah, that's something that is never really factored. That's something that's always hand-waved away in most time travel. That we're hurtling through space? Yeah, most time travel movies and TV shows. But realistically, if you just built a time machine mm. and you time travelled, what would happen is you would go back in time to a time when Earth was no longer where you were. It was yeah. on the opposite side of the sun. Well, not only that, we're also hurtling through sp- The whole solar system oh, that's is hurtling also through yeah, space. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, who, yeah. who knows where you'll end up? Yeah. Nowhere. Except that was... That was uh, BBS. Sorry? They were going to do it in BBS. Were they? Yeah. Oh, they also, mm. they also did it in Red Dwarf. Oh, War. Justice League, sorry. Season six of Red Dwarf. Right. And they finally acquire a time machine. <laughs> yes. And they're like, all right, let's go back to the 1940s or whatever, and they go back in time, and it's like, yeah, we're, in the, we're three million years away from Earth, <laughs> but we're in the 1940s, so. But they still could go back three million years, and then yes. they'd be back at the... Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> I don't doesn't know. Really matter. I don't know. It's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Michael Bean. Or what? oh, the other thing was that Robert Patrick's liquid metal Terminator was going to be Michael Bean, so they're going to switch the roles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I love Robert Patrick. I'm glad they did it that way, but uh-huh. I think that would have been interesting, also. So wait, so would that have meant in the plot that Sarah Connor encounters mm. the Kyle Reese character? Yes, but the Kyle Reese character is a liquid is a Terminator. Yes. Okay. Would that not have been too much? That, I think so. Uh, d- yes. The double switch. I think it seems is too a bit, much. Uh, yeah. It's too. 
It's too cliche, I yeah. think. Yeah, I th- for something that's never been done before. <laughs> that's right. That's true. <laughs> two two robots go. Two robots going back in time. That again. old story. The old chestnut <laughs> of oh my god, your old flame is actually yeah. the liquid metal Terminator, yep. and the guy who tried to murder you last time is the good Terminator. <laughs> We've all read that Ugh. original Charles Dickens that's novel. It. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've all seen the Cary Grant movie. You know. <laughs> So yeah, I know. I just thought that was except this time the love interest is the biplane, yes. <laughs> coming down in the field, <laughs> and the and the killer is Cary Grant. <laughs> so, did you know the director of yeah. that movie, North by Northwest, Alfred Hitchcock? Mate, yes, <laughs> made Cary Grant wear his own clothes for that scene. Did he really? Because back in the day, if you were like a oh, Hollywood just, mm. actor, yeah. if it was, unless it was like a period piece set in ancient Rome or yeah. whatever, you just wore your own clothes. That's why Hollywood stars were so like dapperly turned out in real life because they wore, ah, that's the clothes they wore every day every day, and also in movies. You couldn't, so, you couldn't do that now because Seth Rogen would turn up with a bong hanging around his neck or <laughs> whatever right. he does. Some board shorts and a bong, <laughs> that's all he'd be wearing. <laughs> so uh, yeah. what even happened to society, I, you know? I, I mean? don't know. I just, it's. I like how with board shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All this is happening is because people don't wear hats anymore. Mm. It's the it's the gentlemen wearing fedoras that are that are holding back the tide. The thing about a fedora is you can't just put a fedora on whatever t shirt and trench coat no, you're wearing. Absolutely, it's not. a look. It's it a whole a thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. People, I think, forget that. And even then, it's it's trepidatious. It's so know? trepidatious. If that is even a word. Yeah. <laughs> that that in itself is also trepidatious. Yes. You say so. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to quickly say how the subject of the Terminator, which we're still talking about in the oh, Star yeah. Wars news. The T-1000 was a prototype, wasn't he? There's not a bunch of them. I don't believe so, no. Yeah. But, I mean, there are more T-1000s in sort of expanded media. Yes. But from the for the purposes of the two Terminator movies that actually count, yes. I guess. Yes. Uh, it's only one, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. There cool. wasn't a bunch. Yeah. That makes sense. They're probably expensive. Yeah. Not that they had money. <laughs> Who are no, they buying them off? No, no, that's how that's how humanity's going to win the war. Eventually, <laughs> Skynet goes over its budget and its boss fires it. So it's just a cigar-chopping guy called Larry in the back office. And he's like, Skynet, you've like ruined me. Yeah. Get out of here. That's right. Clean out your desk, Skynet. I'm getting back into video game rentals. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, in other Star Wars news, oh, that's what we're doing. All that's right. what we're doing. Uh, Movie Web have reported uh, there was a there was a visual effects uh, sub, uh, artist Neil Scanlon came on, very famous. He was like talking Neil about Neil Scanlon. Yeah, Scanlons. He was talking about the Cassian Andor series. <laughs> You've been at home by yourself for a long time. Haven't Can you, you tell? Yes, I resisted the urge to drink during this as well because I'm like, man, I need a drink, <laughs> and I, just haven't, I haven't been drinking for a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you're so thin. I'm just thinking about getting into it. You know what I mean? Getting right? back into uh-huh. it. What would your first drink back in? I've got a good whiskey that I want to kind of yeah. bust out at some point. And just mix it with like a RC cola or something. Give a shit. Like I'll, I'll mix it with gasoline. I don't care, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm, going fine. I'm anyway. trying to keep healthy because that's one way you can, you can combat this. So, I'm uh-huh. still doing my exercises every day. Uh-huh. I'll work sure. out videos and fucking hate Are them. Are you too. making workout videos? No, I'm not making. What am I? Bloody Scott Handsome doing that on Instagram? Who's Scott Handsome? That's my account that I've created. It's an alter ego. Well, then I I guess you are Scott Handsome. (laughs) Is this some sort of meta advertisement for Scott Handsome, your your fitness alter ego? But all right. It's me, sleeveless T, board shorts. I do it barefoot. Uh I do it on grass, bandana. What do you think? Well, that'd be. Can it be a bandana that look make it makes it look like you're balding heavily, but you're covering <laughs> it up with a bandana? Right it's pulled right back, yes. 
Yeah. I, I've got the head for that, definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, could gonna, you pivot to, that's to got because I think people would like that. I think I people think would they like would, yeah. I think people you know you know who who uh, there are a lot of out there that I'm sure can relate to you, stress dads <laughs> who are inside a lot with their kids and they're worried they're going to get real fast. Oh, Scott Handsome's been taken. Wow. He's not even that handsome. All right, Scott Handsome, 69, 420. <laughs> okay, yep. that's, that, that's perfect. Oh, my God. I don't have time to do this. What am I even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> to do this? But, yeah, I mean, if you go- look, all I'm saying is if you're going to do it, you may as well yeah. turn it into content. Does it have to be real workouts? I mean, are you gonna are you gonna write gag workouts? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, am I? Well, look, all you have to do is set up a laptop outside and have like a professional exercise guy, like a yep. professional workout guy, YouTube video on the laptop, and then just copy him. Yeah, just do and, the movements. And film and film yourself, and then put it and in. not credit, right? Not credit, exactly. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just be more manic yes. and more relatable. Okay, I can do uh, that. Uh-huh. Uh, so what are we talking about? Star Wars Scott Handsome. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so Neil Scanlon, Scanline. Oh yeah, that's good that's joke. How we that happened? You did earlier. Uh, he said for Cassian Andor, they're using background characters and creatures that were sidelined in Rogue One. So they're bringing all that back. They're like, okay. well, this guy got a little bit of play, and so let's let's bring this weird looking alien back in, and okay. we can have a whole adventure story. Do you think they're going to bring back that guy that Cassian Andor shot? Uh, where he was like, oh, I can't even climb this wall, and he's like, shh, 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 bang. <laughs> exactly. That's right. <laughs> you had a real gun. Yeah. That's my favourite joke, <laughs> recurring joke in Star Wars, that some people just have regular guns right. from Earth. <laughs> but I would love to see the continuing adventures of that guy who's been shot. <laughs> yeah, and he sure. just lives his life. <laughs> and he's just, he's been shot. Is he unhappy about it? Or is he just getting I mean, on it, with it? You know, it's, it's, he's getting on with it, but it's, it's certainly a dampener on his love life. Oh, my rights. goodness. It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a rom-com sitcom situation. Yeah. He's always going on a date and he's like, oh, I hope, uh, <laughs> hope she likes my tuxedo. And then, you know, he goes in there and she's like, have you been shot? You should go to the hospital. You should go to the back-to-tank guy. Yeah. There's a bunch of that. Or maybe there's like a weird health insurance back-to-tank situation in the Star Wars universe. Maybe yeah. seems appropriate, doesn't makes it? Mason? Makes you think. It really yeah. does. It'd be a. It'd be a. I don't want to, you know, politicize sci-fi or anything like that. But mm. it'd be a real. It'd be a real. A mirror. A mirror to society, wouldn't Very it? Very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so you know Variety, famous publication. I mean, not personally, things. but yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him. So Anya Anya Taylor Joy is apparently auditioned for the role of Furiosa in the prequel to Mad now, Max. Who Fury is that Road. again? Uh, she's New Mutants. She's oh, in yeah. The Witch. Uh-huh. She's good. Okay, she's in yeah. a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she hasn't really had like a huge breakout role yet because they keep delaying New Mutants and maybe it's terrible or maybe it's the best. I I kind of, I want to Charlize Theron to do it again. Right? To be honest. Why isn't she doing it again? Because it's a prequel. Oh yeah, but yeah, why man. isn't she doing it again? Does she have something against prequels? I don't know. Has she ever done a prequel? Is Aeon Flux a prequel to anything? That's a really good question. Is no, Aeon it's not. It's not it's is not, Aeon it's Flux not a, a prequel question. to the Aeon Flux cartoon series? I don't series. think so. Or maybe it is. Didn't capture any of that show at all. No. Not a, except for the person who had hands for feet. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Nailed that. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, okay. I just would, would have preferred Charlie Theron. Just be like it's 10 years earlier and she just looks like Charlie Theron still. So, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. But we're going to find out how she loses her arm, no doubt, though. No doubt, right? Don't you want to leave a little bit of mystery? But that's what they're going to do, right? How they lose, how she lost her oh, arm. Oh, but. Depends how many movies you're doing. You're doing a trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you do it. You do it. It gets whittled half. away a little yeah, bit. Sure. Every She's movie. got a grater yeah. outside her bedroom. She comes out every day and just slides it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. According to comicbook.com, you may have heard this. This is bad news, actually. I did have some cancer. Oh, come news. on. Uh, Diamond Comics distribu- distributors who print all the comics yes. in North America, Marvel, uh, DC, Dark Horse, IDW, Image, and more, uh, they are ceasing printing. For oh, the, I did hear about this, mm, yes. For the moment, mm. I was digital is happening, but I haven't heard that it's not happening. So okay. I don't know. I just don't take comics, please. <laughs> just, just, can I ha- just let me have those. Well, I mean, a Diamond... Uh, you know, they're the distributor. I didn't realise they monopolized everything. Oh, like, yeah. They crushed yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, no, do you they... want to do a bit of background on that or is that pretty much it? That's bad. Look, it's also, it, that's one of those subjects that I knew a lot about some years ago, mm. but it's all dribbled out of my brain since then. But, yeah, they, they there used to be a couple more distributors, I think. Yeah. And I think, you know, when, when indie comics were a bigger thing, yeah. or, uh, I, I think there were... More indie distributors, but I think maybe Diamond gobbled up everybody. Yeah. And so now they're a monopoly. And so if they go down, then... then we all go down. Yeah. But, I mean, they don't have a monopoly on digital. So. No. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Yes. I'm hoping it's still... Do you think as a last gasp they might acquire all the digital well, rights and then go out of business? Not that, but I just think would DC and Marvel go, well, how we're going to make money here is we make a lot of money in print and are we yep. sack... They, they definitely crunch the numbers and go, okay, would these numbers translate to digital only? Uh We'd I wonder how much that because I mean, uh, you'd think it would increase digital. You'd think these days, I feel like even the biggest selling comic, the the biggest mainstream comic in the world, is uh, like fifty to hundred k or whatever. It's like one hundred fifty thousand yeah. copies a month, mm. and I don't know what they do digital, but yeah. I mean that's not mm. that's that that is. Wait, is that is that just printed or is that I th- everything? I think, I think that's I th- I'm think that's printed. That was everything. Maybe it's everything. It depends on what chart you're looking at. Well, that's true. But, I mean, even that, you know, five bucks a piece or whatever they cost now, yeah. uh, compared to the billions of dollars that Marvel Studios is raking in, that's such a tiny... Yes. That's such a... I mean, and all ultimately, I think, Marvel Comics now is... is or is, is perceived by that company as a whole is yeah. just test beds for stuff they can turn into movies later. Yeah, right. Yeah. Know, it's just that, run this storyline. yeah. See how the people react to these new characters or, yeah. or this new status quo. Yeah, people like it. Let's make a movie out of it. That, kind of that's thing. very so, true. Yeah, I don't know. I I wonder if this worries them at all. I mm. I also feel like, uh, at a you know, the, I I always hear rumors about what you know maybe Marvel will purchase DC Comics or something like that. You yeah, know, I've, I've heard that rumor in the past. That I've heard Apple. There was that rumor that Apple might purchase. Disney? Did you hear that? No. Yeah, because their stock drop, dropped or wow, something. Okay, right. I don't need that. <laughs> Me specifically. That, like, That'll really, really put a damper <laughs> on your day, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. I didn't realize that Apple was that much bigger than Disney, but I guess they would be, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Apple's given all their employees two weeks off. Did you know that? That's terrific. With yeah. money? Yeah. That's terrific. Everybody got a, everybody got two weeks extra paid vacation. Great. And they're like, go home. That's really good. Set the yeah. trend. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Mason, really. you got two weeks off. I'll take, I'll take him. <laughs> but that's it, though. We Just can't two take weeks. two weeks off because we've got to talk about Harry Potter next week. That's true. I people, have, I was going to say that for. Uh, we'll do, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Well, We're you gonna... can edit this out. And no, Mason. I don't edit anymore. Okay. Actually, I do. I tighten it up. You know, to peek behind the curtain. I like to, you know, I like to do some levels and stuff. It's still terrible yeah. audio. I feel you like, like to, whatever, t- you like to tighten up. Oh well, audio is going to get way worse once I'm. <laughs> Once I've got my own Zoom. That's right, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 50% of this podcast, audio <laughs> quality is going to go right down the gurgler. 
Yeah. You're gonna tight. You tighten up the podcast. You tighten up your mind. Mm. You tighten up your abs. Yep. Outside on the lawn. That's right. Scott, Scott handsome. handsome. Back into it. <laughs> your daily workout. Yeah. Dog. Oh, uh, congratulations this week on releasing your second true magnum opus on YouTube, <laughs> which is the the exploration of the. Suvlaki, the Australian, <laughs> the Australian uh, advertising classic, the Suvlaki Hut ad. Thank you. People are really enjoying it. It's out been there, on my so. mind for a while, yeah. as you probably have noticed. Well, I, the, the other day I said to you, why doesn't Matt Stewart, who we know does yeah. a lot of primate-related content on his podcast, yes. Primates, why doesn't he do the Suvlaki Hut ad? And yeah. you're like, well, I don't know, maybe he should, I don't know, should. and I'm like, you're being a bit cagey, but now I know No, why. I mentioned it. Remember the Q&A we did? Oh, I right. said in that, I'm like, I want to do a video on the <laughs> Suvlaki Hut ad. That's true, you did. So I didn't steal it from Matt Stewart. Also, I'd be more than happy to go on and do that if with anything, Matt Stewart. <laughs> if anything, he stole it from you. That's right. That's right. Uh, or Matt Stewart could do it without me. He doesn't need yeah. me. What am I even talking about? But you're about? right, isn't it fascinating? Yeah, it really is. Mm. so weird. Why is it so weird? <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe that's what we'll do. With the, you know, if, yeah. if we're hurting for content at any point in the future, we'll just do a deep dive on an Australian mm. ad. Yeah, a real weird ad. Yeah. I just, when I lived up north, I got a lot of ads for tractors. It's like, you like tractors? We've got red tractors. And I'm like, I don't really like tractors. Okay, but do you like red tractors? No, I don't, not really. Okay, right. I'd get a grey tractor. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Right. I'd get a red tractor. Yeah, I wouldn't get a... Of course you get a red tractor. <laughs> What am I even talking You've seen too about? many ads for red tractors. I have. Yeah, they really, yeah. If I ever get a tractor, red tractor. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. All right. Uh, so we actually got this message this week. I know we, we discussed this um, also via text messages. Oh, yes. But I, this is where I got the idea from, from comic book click says, how, how about some Robin talk on Weekly Planet Pod? Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod this week in celebration of the 80th anniversary of the boy wonder Dick Grayson. Do you have a favorite Robin or Robin portrayal? Is it John Blake Robin? Oh, boy. No. I was just thinking about John Blake Robin. We'll talk about day. John uh, Blake Robin. So we're going to do a bit of the history, yeah. some of our faves. Mm-hmm. We've done some research. We've got some notes. We'll do a deep dive. Yes. Maybe I'll turn this into a video. Maybe I won't. Oh, I don't know. Goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, where did... So Robin was introduced in the 40s. Detective 19, Com- 1940, yeah. That's right, Detective Comics 38. What do you know about the introduction of Robin and why and who and how? Well, well, first of all, I wanted to point out that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, Robin. It's no, it's, I mean, it's it's a little bit, you know, Batman's a grim, dark adventure of the night. Mm. And, you know, this Rob, this, this you know, just Rob, we just, just put Robin on at the end. It's bloody, it's, it's not, it's hardly appropriate in the mm. Batman mythos. But when you think of Batman's 80th anniversary was like the other day. Yes. And Robin's 80th anniversary is now. Yeah. He's been around as long as Batman for all, for all intents and purposes. That's exactly right. You know, the idea of, well, this is inappropriate because he's too colourful and yeah. Batman's all about grim and gritty. Batman, for so many eras, I mean, and it goes in and out, is also really dumb and broad <laughs> sure, and yeah. colourful. So, uh-huh. And and also not every version of Robin is that either. That's true. Yeah, Robin yeah. evolves with Batman. You don't have a grim, dark, gritty Batman and then Robin's like, woohoo! Except for like the <laughs> Lego Batman movie, of course, but that's yeah. kind of the idea. Mm. So Bill Finger, creator, Jerry yes. Robinson and Bob Kane, I guess, uh, was evo- involved <laughs> to some degree. Who knows to what For people extent. who don't know, Bob Kane for literally decades mm. uh, was listed as Created the creator, soul of creator, soul creator of Batman, but in in retrospect, a lot of the actual work of cre- the creation of the Batman mythos was anyone other than him. Basically, yes, that's right. His and, idea of Batman was we've talked about this, but stiff, big bat wings, domino mask, blonde hair. Yeah, <sighs> what are we even talking about? He didn't look anything like what he looks like now. Correct at all. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But uh, so Dick Grayson's was the the idea was to bring in like. Kids, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so, so. Well, actually, something I learned this week: mm. the origin of the word sidekick. Yeah. So, in it's it's uh, late nineteenth century, early twentieth century pickpocket slang. Really, your sidekicks are your your front side pockets here. Yeah, right. And they're you're like because they're your most secure pockets. Yeah. And so your sidekick is like your closest compadre. You're keeping them away. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know what because I mean, surely. 
surely you, you you keep maybe it's maybe it's keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer kind sure. of vibe. But anyway, your sidekick is your is your your closest guy. Yeah, right. But I mean, I'll, you know, and Robin is kind of the first superhero sidekick, but he's not like the first sidekick in fiction. No. So I think I think the Bob Kane always maintained that the reason he brought in a Robin was because he wanted his Sherlock Holmes to have a Watson. Yes. But there's different versions, right? Because some people have said he's inspired by, like, Robin Hood, like, with a little outfit. Or oh, yes. he's, like, he's supposed to be inspired by the bird Robin. They've all got different yeah, uh-huh. interpretations. Look, I think it's... I think it's Who's lying is what I'm saying. <laughs> They're all lying. <laughs> they all got together and decided to lie to us together. Uh, I think it's partly, you know... I, I think it's partly the, the Holmes and Watson situation because you yeah. need... A kind of a uh, a younger, dumber character. Yeah, not that not that Watson is dumber, but I mean he's portrayed as dumber in a lot of versions of sure. Sherlock Holmes. But you need somebody to to explain things to because a, a man yeah. talking to himself ad nauseum for thirty pages it's every exhausting. every month yeah. is, is or even just thinking, even <laughs> just thought bubbles. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you need that. And also, I think you know what's not relatable to kids is like a like a like a billionaire playboy so much. The most know? relatable thing in the world. <laughs> right. People love an Elon Musk. That's People true. love that Amazon prick. People love all these <laughs> guys, don't they? They <laughs> sure do. You know why? Because of all their charity work. <laughs> That's right. Their incredible <laughs> charity work. They're just constantly saving the day, you know? <laughs> so the death of uh, Robert's parents, the first Robert, did, well, well, we're going to go through a yeah. bunch, but Dick Grayson's obviously the most well-known. So yeah, it, I mean, it was always the, the circus act thing, right? Yeah, he's the gold standard. If, yeah. if you've seen the 60s TV series, I have. if you've seen Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. he's it's that's Dick Grayson. Yep. If you've seen the first many seasons of the animated series, that's Dick Grayson. Exactly, yeah. yeah so he was the son of circus acrobats. Mm. Uh, the Flying Graysons. The Flying Graysons and the uh, circus owed money to a mob boss. Mm. And so to threaten the, the circus... You know, you're always constantly threatening a circus. I'm never not threatening a circus. <laughs> circus I've right. got four or five circuses on the go once. Oh, yeah, yeah. you got them on speed dial. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> ringling brothers, I give you a bloody ringling. Here we go. <laughs> Stop using elephants, it's cruel. Yeah. Nobody wants this. Click. Uh, anyway, so they, they cut the... They cut the uh, the the high wire, and mm. the, the, the Grayson parents are killed, leaving only Dick Grayson. Sometimes it's the Joker, though, depending on. Oh the yes, version. that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. But it's that in the Chris O'Donnell version is that it though, isn't it? It's was it not, the Joker? No, no. It's sorry, it's the original one. Yes, it's it not is. Yeah, the yeah. Joker thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Which version? And is then the Joker Batman's now? like, you know what? I should. Yeah. Make this twelve-year-old boy my ward and uh, have him, him to kick send him out there and yeah. send him out there and fight crime. You know, is he the only person in the world that can do a triple somersault from standing still? Because <laughs> um, he's the most acrobatic of the Robins, right? Yes, I believe that's he's the, the case. He's the world's greatest acrobat yeah. without in, being uh, in the, in the enha- DC Comics universe. Yeah, without being enhanced, because oh, some yeah. of the Robins are enhanced depending. If one's a robot, we'll get to it. But they're all kind of known for a particular thing, and that's yes. his thing, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Is he your favorite? No. He's pretty good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Well, we should also talk about his introduction to Batman 66 as well. That the same wasn't that the same kind of idea as well that he's has got someone to talk to, but also they introduced like an old woman that they lived with so people oh, Harriet. people didn't think they were gay. Uh-huh, sure. So they just bring in an old woman. Yeah, that that's going to fix that <laughs> problem that also doesn't exist in the show. You know, he brought in girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, that's that would right. probably help better. But I guess the idea was that Aunt Harriet was sort of like a... She's keeping it apart. She's, well, no, but yeah, I guess so. But she's also kind of like she's keeping... She's always looking around corners, like making yeah. sure they're not up to anything. Because <laughs> okay. if anything, you know, uh, like a... 
if anything, an interfering old woman would get, you know, if I guess if, if she thought anything untoward was going on, she'd hit him with a rolling pin or That's whatever. That's so true, yeah, yeah right? and call the police, obviously, because <laughs> right. that was the era for it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, but Robin, before he became Nightwing, he was leader of the Teen Titans, right? Was that in the 80s? Was That a that thing? was the 80s. Yeah, yeah, so who was in that? Starfire? Yes. Beast Boy? Yes. Um, oh, some other fucking, I don't know. That's all, I've never read any of it, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good though, right? Look, you've got so much time. You should you should either read or watch the uh, animated adaptation I do want to watch Teen contract. Titans Go as well, okay, which is right, apparently yes. incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I just haven't got around to that yet. Yeah. Mm. So are you a fan of the Teen Titans then, or that particular early version? Or? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I don't know how well it's aged. I haven't read any since maybe the 90s. Is, but Bat- is Batman letting him do this, or is he just doing it on the side? Like oh, what? he's letting him do it, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Because yeah. you know, they do have a falling out, obviously, uh, yes. where he becomes Nightwing, mm-hmm. which I think is the best version of Dick Grayson there is. Well, he's got those sticks. He's got those sticks, which is great. But if he puts on a different costume, you better put those sticks away, young man. That's right. Yeah. But also, he's a secret agent at some point. That was oh, a more recent yeah, I mean, thing. Dick yeah. Grayson's gone through. Uh, Dick Grayson's gone through any number of changes. He he's he's taken the role of Batman from time to time. Mm. Recently, he changed his name to Rick Grayson. So cool. Of, he lost his memory and became Rick Grayson. So he knew some of the things that he was. Apparently, near, near to all of the things that he knew. It's but a bloodshot situation, isn't it? Right? Did he get bloodshotted? No, no, mm. he's just regular, regular shot. Regular shot. Okay. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, I mean, and then and sort of Robin has become this quintessential. The first Robin, especially, has sort of become this quintessential sidekick character. Yeah. And and again, you know, it led to every other. Uh, superhero uh, obtaining like a carbon copy teen sidekick. Yes. Although while while Batman had Robin, you know, uh Aquaman had Aqualad who was just <laughs> the same. The smaller, and, shorter. Yeah, and and Green Arrow had Speedy. Yes. Who's the same. But Red? Red. Yeah, yes. Terrific. This is it's, all good stuff. It's great stuff, right? Yeah. Did Superman who did Superman have? A dog. A dog. I was gonna script out the super dog. Right? Because Superman and Superboy, they're not often they're not a pair, normally, are they? Because they're the same guy. They're the same. Well, but now it's kind of changed because Superman has a son that they've kept around, which I really like. So now yes. they have like a definitive kind of it's set in stone Superboy, yes, that's which I right, really yeah. enjoy. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, the other thing is what I really like about Dick Grayson. One of my favorite Batman stories is Black Mirror. Not like the show Black Mirror. Oh come on, a little bit because of spookiness. But he becomes Batman briefly mm. uh, for a time, and he's Batman's out of town doing whatever he's up to, looking for whatever, looking for <laughs> Lazarus Pits or I don't, I don't know what he does when he goes overseas. Uh-huh. He, he pretends he's going on a holiday, but he's looking for a Lazarus Pit. That's he not goes what to he's red up light districts. Is <laughs> yes, what he does. he does. Yeah, but can you talk a bit about how Batman didn't give the Bruce Wayne didn't give the role of Batman to Dick Grayson during the Nightfall period, and he gave it to John John Paul Valley. Yes. What why? was the reasoning behind that? Because I di- like Dick Grayson's your ideal candidate to take yes. over as Batman. Uh-huh. Do you remember why he picked Asriel? Do you think he'd be more effective? Would he not want Dick Grayson to get hurt? I think it was that one, mm. and I think it was like. But also, I think he was like, "Look, you've established yourself in this yeah, separate right. identity." Did you know that? The but wasn't he like upset that he wasn't even asked? Yeah, probably. I, I'm, I'm sure. Maybe, maybe it's he was not like that. he he didn't want. Don't don't smush your great hair down. Hair, in that, in that cowl, you know? I'm sure there was an era, and maybe it's not that era. We'll probably people will tell us where Batman doesn't give him the cowl. And he's just like, you're not even going to ask me. Like I've been, I've been doing this for <laughs> as long as you have. Is it a really, is it really a role you want though? Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on yes. your shoulders. But he also, he. It's interesting because when he is his Batman, he's his own Batman. He doesn't ape Bruce Wayne. He does no. it his own way. And also, some criminals 
recognize that it's not him. Yes, that's not that's the true. original. Because the Joker immediately is like, you're not the real Batman. Mm. You're a different Batman. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's really interesting. There's also, so a lot of people, you know, because Robin has been around for 80 years, especially the Dick Grayson Robin, mm. you know, the, the question that was often asked was, well, why isn't Robin, you know. Robin Banks? No, why isn't he like? Why isn't he like ninety years old at this point? Sure. Kind why of isn't any of them ninety? Well, that's years true. Old, and, yeah. he, and DC's DC's uh, solution was to say that there were two Earths. Yeah. So on one Earth, on the on the first Earth, which mm. we'll call Earth Two, for for confusion's sake, we'll call it Earth Two. Uh, all the heroes started fighting crime in the forties. Yes. And and they have aged. Sort of fairly normally, magnificently, magnificently, and on the second Earth, which we'll call Earth One, mm. uh, the the heroes started fighting crime in the modern era, and they have aged magnificently. Magnificently, <laughs> that's right. And at a and we started where the the idea is that we that in the forties we we initially mm. saw them on Earth Two, yeah, and then at some indeterminate point in the in you know we we switched over. So now we're looking at the modern day versions of the heroes, and so on Earth too, they sort of the heroes age magnificently, obviously, <laughs> but they also they moved on with their life. So yes, uh, Bruce Wayne got married to Selena Kyle, Catwoman, mm-hmm. and they had a daughter, Helena Wayne, who became the Huntress. Yep. and you know, the Superman had it, married Lois Lane and had a kid, and etc. So in at a certain point in like the seventies and eighties, there was this. There were two timelines. Mm. So if you wanted to see like superheroes in the prime of their life, you could. We didn't yeah. Earth One storyline, but if you wanted to see superheroes retire and move on, because that's the exciting part. Cool. You you, you yeah. read Earth Two, but in Earth Two, Robin never moved on from being Robin. Yeah, he, he kept stayed, it up. Right? He stayed yeah. Robin. He updated the suit. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's good. Yeah, it's surprisingly good. Yeah. So is he still around? Where is he now? No, they're all dead. Yeah, because they, they, they mashed uni- them all together. That universe right? was annihilated. Yeah, they all died sad and some alone. Got Are you out, aware? Didn't some get out? A though? very small number yeah. of them got out, but most of them, most of them don't go back. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Most of the DC's parallel universes were annihilated in 1985's yes. Crisis on Infinite Earths, and most of the issues end with a bunch of characters realizing that their Earth is being annihilated and they're going to die. And they're all like, boy, this is sad, isn't it? And they're just gone. That is sad. It's, and they've never come back. But they're, they're okay, right? No, they're dead. So do you think there's room to bring that back because everything is always brought back forever? Or do you think we're so far past that that no one's going to bring that back? I think they've all come back in snippets and bits yeah, and pieces. Right. And there's always a scene in one of those comics where somebody like sees through time and the space The flash is running through or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh, all those other characters. And they're having a great time. They're having a little tea party. A little party. They're certainly not depressed because their universe is being <laughs> annihilated. But yeah, good times. That's great times. Thank you, yes. Well, we've talked a lot about Dick Grayson. Do you want to talk about the second Robin? Yeah, for sure. I feel like this kind of opened the door for Robins forever because there was <laughs> one Robin for 40 years yes. and then there's been 100 sits. <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. We can't get enough of, of switching out the Robins. Well, there's some good Robins in here. Yeah. So Jason Todd, we've talked about this recently. Well, of course, Jason mm. Todd, as as distinct from Dick Grayson, mm. he started as a circus acrobat with yeah. his with his parents who were like a high wire acrobat act. He couldn't do the triple somersault, but he could do the quadruple somersault. <laughs> That's right, yeah. which is even more impressive and cool, and he had a bad boy attitude about <laughs> it. But then the circus owed money to a, a mob boss. In this case, it was Two-Face. Yes. Who uh, was like, well, I'm going to teach this circus a lesson, and he cut the high wire. Or was it Croc in some versions, maybe? Probably Croc in some versions. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then uh, uh, the parents were killed, but Jason Todd lived, and, of course, Batman took him in. Uh, and became he became a Batman's ward and and also became Robin, 
and he was just exactly the same as Dick Grayson and nobody ever had any complaints. But. Ah, that sucked. <laughs> and so what happened is during the Crisis and Infinite Earths, yes. all, the, all the universes were destroyed and everybody died in despair. They were like, <laughs> let's maybe change some stuff because, yeah. I mean, realistically, what are the odds? What are the odds? I mean, they're like Batman certainly has a type, doesn't he? <laughs> Acquiring does, weird yeah. circus orphans. Yeah. <laughs> I'd start to wonder, honestly, if Batman were arranging all these things. Yeah, you, know? you definitely, especially if you were one of them and you'd yeah. be like, so the last guy was the what now? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. And you'd be like, so I'm, my parents were just accountants and then a wealthy benefactor <laughs> offered them a million dollars to become weird high wire circus acts. Is that, and then I started doing that. Is, is that. Did you do that? Is that. Well, I don't like what's happened here. No, absolutely not. But anyway, so the people like. We don't we don't like what happened here. Yeah, and so they they during the crisis and infinite Earth, they they rebuilt reality essentially. Yes. So to make things easier for writers and stuff like that. Yeah. And so the first thing they did was say, uh, okay, let's say Jason Todd has a different origin because that would make more sense. Street do you know boy, do you want to have a pre-crisis Jason Todd? He's dead. They smushed him into something. Correct. Absolutely right. <laughs> died died in sadness and despair. I think he was crushed under a building. I'm not sure. Terrific. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he learned he was alone and his universe was being destroyed. And, and you know what? he was crushed into powder. But sometimes, though, like you'll see the flash running through time and space. Yep. And you'll just see a panel and it's just him still stuck under that building. <laughs> That's right. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm really hungry. It's been decades. <laughs> yeah. So instead they were like, okay, let's say that this, this kid is an orphan street tough. Yeah. Uh, and Batman catches him stealing the wheels off the Batmobile. That's right. The coolest Batmobile there is. So some That's kind right. of Lamborghini or whatever, right? <laughs> That's right. That's cool. So, but of course, Jason Todd is most famous for, well, it used to be, I don't know if that's the case now. Being disliked? Famously Being disliked. disliked. Well, I think the, the perception was that people didn't like him, but was he really hated that much? It seems to me that, uh, yes. Yeah. I, think, I think it seems to me that, from, from what I've read recently about it, it seems to be that it, it was one of the first cases of fan backlash because it was a new thing. Yeah, right. And it was similar but not the same. And people didn't like it. Yeah. They didn't like his can't-do attitude. Because you know how oh Dick Grayson had that can-do attitude. He did. He certainly did, yeah. Well, uh, uh, Jason Todd had a no-thank-you attitude. Yeah. And he was, the, he was kind of always... Did he also dye his hair? Uh, according to the modern continuity, Bruce Wayne made him dye his hair. Yeah, what? Because he has what? red hair. Oh, is that for, like, so he's not a target? Is that the idea? No, I think it's because so he'd look like regular Robin. Weird. Pretty weird, right? Don't do that. And again, he arranged his parents' death. Yeah, we yeah we figured that out, didn't we? Yeah, too. We've, we've cracked the case here. Yeah, but if you look at the poll, because there was a poll when the Joker beat him to death. No, <laughs> sorry, that was a crowbar. But there was a poll afterwards to determine whether or not he should die. Yes, and it's five thousand three hundred forty-three to five thousand two hundred seventy-one. The people who, a small who voted. Margin, yeah. So, uh, judging by that, it's half people were okay with him and wanted him yeah, to go uh-huh. on. Yeah. So with his death, though... Although the rumour was, mm. one of the editors of DC at the time, he, he heard a rumour from that someone had set their computer to dial that number automatically, like every 90 seconds for eight hours or something like that. The, yeah, right. The, the no... Ah, oh, okay, the, right. The death of Jason Todd sure. number. I still feel like they were going to do it anyway. Right. I know there is that panel that was recently revealed where he's like, he's alive, he's actually alive, because that's what they were, they're the other yeah, right. option. But I feel like they would have sold more. Yeah. Uh-huh. They knew that by doing this. You I think? No way to prove so that. So it was just a shameless cash grab on behalf of DC Comics and also the telephone company. That's right. Wow. Big T. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's how that went. But I think, though, ultimately this was a good thing because, for one, they killed him for a really long time. That is true. Which I really appreciated. <laughs> and then, of course, he was brought back in a really interesting way. And often when characters are brought back, 
not very interesting at all. But I think this is one of the better ones. It's like this and there's Bucky and it's probably another one where it's also interesting. <laughs> but No, they're the only two interesting It's ones. kind of expected, though, that characters come back. So when they do, it's like, yes. who cares? I mean, recently Damien Wayne was killed and even then he was back and we'll talk That's about it. <laughs> uh, and one of the additional 100 Robins. Yeah, which I, honestly I don't, I don't actually have a problem with, but I just think this was handled really well because it was decades later under the Red Hood. Spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> there's also a terrific animated movie where... This villain rolls into town. He's wearing a red hood. He doesn't like the Joker much for because the Joker beat him to death. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's revealed in the movie that he was brought back through the Lazarus Lazarus pit, and he's kind of lost his mind and slowly <laughs> regained it. But he still hates Batman, obviously. But in the comic, Superboy punched reality so hard he came back to life. That is correct. Yes, <laughs> that is. In- Why didn't they put that in the movie? That's a really good point. Yeah, because it's dumb. It is dumb. Yeah. So Superboy Prime, not the. Not the Superboy that is Superman's son currently, yeah. nor the Superboy that was the clone of Superman, nor the Superboy that was Superman when he was a boy. Nor so Superboy from the TV show, Superboy. Superboy, no, not that Superboy. Mm. Either. Not, nor, nor Tom Welling, the actor yep. yes. who played. Nor Superboy, B-O-I. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But but a, a Superboy from a reality in which all DC superheroes were fictional comic book characters. Mm. But then it turned out he actually was from the planet Krypton and he had all Superman's powers. And he loved it. Anyway, he was he was spared the destruction, the depressing destruction of the universe. Yeah. The crisis in Infinite Earths, but he was tra- trapped in a pocket dimension. Mm. And in attempting to escape that pocket dimension, he punched the walls of reality so hard that Jason Todd came back to life. But just Jason Todd? Did he rattle any other I cages? I think he rattled a couple of other cages, but yeah, okay. who's, who's to say? But that's the one that counts, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Where's he now? <laughs> A lot of other people, imagine a lot of just normal people just were like, Oop. oh my God, I'm alive again. And people were like, who cares? Yeah, shut up. But I'm, you're my wife. I don't care. I'm remarried, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I killed you. You sucks. <laughs> I'm going to have to kill you again. <laughs> no. Oh no. I would I would read that story. You definitely. So where, what happened to that Superboy? John though? Smith, the guy who sucks. <laughs> uh, he he, he uh, is a villain now. Okay. And he, he appears intermittently throughout the DC universe. To threaten realities? Yes. It's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now he's a good guy again. He's like leader of the outlaws. He's done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably rides a motorbike sometimes, doesn't sure. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's got cool guns sometimes. He does have cool guns. I sometimes. feel like and he, he exists in that, that space where Batman is, seems to be okay with that. Yeah. And the idea that he's probably machine gunned a bunch of people to death. Sure. Well, he yeah. has to be, doesn't he? Does he? Because Batman also kills people in... Like often, I guess that's probably true. If yeah. not directly, yeah, if yeah, yeah. indirectly, yeah. and also Batman's probably got like a tally in his head of like, well, I did let him die, yeah. So that's worth like a hundred. I would say hundred so. dudes that he's killed, yeah. So when he hits a hundred and one, I'm gonna be like, Jason, settle down. I'm gonna right? have to kill you again <laughs> if you want another hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think he's also... Oh, Batman, you're not even my real dad. (laughs) I think it shows the difference between him and Dick Grayson eventually that they figured out that they grew into completely different vigilantes. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting. It just shows that they're not the same. Like, they took the time to just not make him... It's Nightwing 2. Yeah, exactly right, yeah. So I think it would be interesting, though, like... If you did have them swap roles at some point, and how what what does a what does a Nightwing uh, Red Hood look like? There's no reason they would. Why would they? Oh, I'm making the I'm making the <laughs> shuffly fingers dollar. But is that dollar motion? Do you think that's a? Do you think that people would? Yeah, you still. I'm still, still doing it. Yeah. But do you think that's a thing that people would be impressed by? By like, what if Red Hood was Nightwing? Like nobody's 
No, the, no, I, no. That's no, all exactly. I'm saying. Yeah, 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 but yeah. You, you know, I want to, this isn't a in continuity one anymore, like uh-huh. most of these things, but I want to bring it up because there's a line about Jason Todd in it that we didn't, we didn't know the fate of. It's from uh, The Dark Knight Strikes Again. Back? For real. He's <laughs> yeah, back. Right, Dark Knight yeah. Returns. Uh-huh, sure. So Carrie Kelly is introduced in that. She's a self-made Robin who helps Bruce Wayne, even though... This is in the future. It's in the, the future. A potential future. A potential the future. Universe. And there's a line in that where they ask about Jason, and he says, Jason was a good soldier, or something along those lines. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? You're like, mm. what happened to him? Because he wasn't dead at that point. That's true, Well, they yeah. hadn't even decided what they were going to do with him. Yeah, right. So I don't know whether he has turned up in that... Reality as of yet, Dick Grayson turned up as a weird shape-changing Joker monster in the sequel book. That's true, he did, yeah. Yeah, and Batman's young again. But I always liked Carrie uh, Kelly. I think she's a really good Robin. And great frames. Great frames. She's also back in the third book, because there are three graphic novels of this, where it's just like, Bruce Wayne is young again, whatever. (laughs) It's just, that's what they ended up Uh doing there. The, The third one is better than the second one. But it's yeah. neither is obviously as so good as the, the first. So what's the fourth one going to be like is the is the is the ultimately the question. Well, they reckon that might be the one that Frank Miller does entirely by himself. Oh, I cannot wait. Cannot wait either for that never to come out. Yeah. 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 But I mean Jason Todd certainly had his kind of mm. you know, the, 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 you're right. They did they did try their best to make him as distinct yes. from the previous Robin as possible, which yeah. I enjoyed a lot. It, and also it, it it was implied in a bunch of stories or at least a few that he did he did murder some people. Cool. Like even back in the oh, day. Oh, back in the day, yeah, yeah. you're right, yeah. yeah like he, would, he would just go off on his own and... Push somebody off a roof or something. Kill some dudes. Yeah. There'd been some trouble with Robins with that before. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Kelly... Swat him with a newspaper <laughs> is what right. I say. Little spray. Don't. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Kelly also became some kind of some kind of Catwoman in the sequel. I remember that, yeah. But I don't know. I can't remember what she was in the third one. It doesn't really matter. But she's a good character. Uh, Tim Drake. Where that's, you at? That's my personal favourite Robin. Because of the stick? Yeah, because of the stick. I mean, some of the other ones have sticks also, but... But mm. also long pants, no Finally. shorts. I mean, we haven't really talked about Robin's tight little feathered green shorts. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're feathered or scaled. Yeah. Maybe they're scale male shorts. Scale it's tough to say, like really. Idea, does it? Yeah. yeah. What's the thinking I mean, he that? wasn't the first... Because obviously the Earth 2 Robin had long pants. Yeah. Obviously. I and mean, we all know that. And the version of... Sorry, the version of Jason Todd, the initial version of Jason Todd, also had long pants and a mm. ridiculous costume. Far and away the worst costume. Yeah. And then later they're like, just give him the old Robin costume. Yeah, what do you think of that? But I think... So the the original Jason Jason Todd costume, did you say? It's ridiculous. I need to Google that while you're talking. Just just have a little gander. But Tim Drake was, I think, an attempt to kind of course correct. He's a middle ground, right? He's a middle ground and he's... His, uh, obviously, he was an acrobat mm. in a circus with his parents, the Flying Drakes. No, that's not actually true. <laughs> uh, but he's, like, I think the... Is this it? Yes. Bad. One of the worst. Yeah. Look at his little, What's look his little harlequin collar. It's, it's ridiculous. Anyway. And then he does this, right? That's a Tim Drake, Robert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's Tim Drake? Okay, yeah. cool. See, that's the primo costume. Look that's at that costume. That is it. And it's got the one yellow... It's got. Oh, it's flipped up. Yeah, so, it's yeah. it's black. It's got a black cape on the outside yeah. and a yellow cape on the inside. See, he zaps so. through it. Exactly, exactly right. That's cool. But Tim Drake was an attempt by DC to course correct because he was he was a fan of Batman essentially, yes. which I think I think I think that was a, a means of being like he he likes this, Batman. How yeah, do you like Batman? Readers, he's like he's just like you kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So basically, what happens is when he was a kid, he went to the circus. Yes. And he saw the flying grace. Saw them die, right? He saw them die. Yeah. He was in the audience at the time, and he saw them perform. And obviously, 
Dick Grayson's the only person in the world who can perform a, a standing triple somersault or oh whatever it is. But then many years later, he saw some footage on television of Robin, Dick yes. Grayson Robin, and saw him do that. And, it was, and he joined the dots and he's like, well, that must be Dick Grayson. And therefore yes. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Uh, and then when Jason Todd died, he's like, well, maybe Batman needs a friend or possibly a new Robin. <laughs> and, he's like, and so he introduced himself. Batman doesn't need a friend. He needs someone to boss around. That's, that's right. That's what he needs. Yeah. And punch the people he needs punched. Yes. But he is slightly too far out of reach to punch. <laughs> that's what Batman requires. You're absolutely right. And so yeah. I think they brought him in kind of on that basis of like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just like you, dear reader. Yeah. Kind of thing. So he becomes Red Robin. But now, Red, he was, because of the new 52 retcon, yes. he was always Red Robin. That's correct, right? yes. But I don't know what that, where that's at now, though. Right. Well, so, of, no, he's, yeah, he's still Red Robin. Okay. So he, not, but does that mean he wasn't Robin? It seems that way, yes. Okay, right. Yes, which is a little disappointing for me because this, this Robin was kind of the most... Do you think this is because you were reading a lot of comics at this age, though? I mean, probably, era? but also this, but just in terms of... Publishing wise, this is the this was the first Robin to have his own solo series. Yeah, like he was enough of a character to just sort of go out on his own. He had his own ongoing monthly comic book, where none of the other previous Robins did. Yeah, and he had his own kind of get his own thing going on. You know, hot stuff, <laughs> the hottest of stuff. But he's still kind of tied to Batman more than like Dick Grayson and Red Hood, right? He's still kind he's of he's still physically crew. tied to Batman yeah. sometimes. Obviously, he'll be over a shark tank or yeah, something he's like on that. A, he's always on a leash. So he can punch yes. the people that Batman requires to be punched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So your favourite, though, because costume alone? Or is it the characterization and the stick? And, the stick? Like, and he's the second world's greatest detective, probably, after Batman. Yeah, that's what I think is really interesting about him because he he's the one... Because, like I said earlier, they've all got, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. Jason Todd's, like, a street tough. Dick Grayson's an amazing acrobat. Kelly Carey's got those great frames. Great frames, exactly. But he, the fact that his particular skill is that he's... a Excellent detective. I think that's really mm. an interesting kind of take to put on. Not to be like he's just another acrobat for no reason. Exactly. Yeah, but also I mean, he could be better at punching. Yeah, but he's also another acrobat for no reason. Also, I just want to point that <laughs> he, out. But they all, they, all, they all are, aren't they? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we don't even think about all the the Robins who are probably like mashed up in one of the Riddler's deadly traps or something oh like that. Goodness, I mean, yeah. if you're not a great acrobat, yeah, just add to the pile. You know what I mean? Chuck it on of, there, of, mate. <laughs> Terrible Robins. Absolutely. We don't even see those. Yeah. Should we talk about Young Justice a little bit? A TV show that I haven't watched that people always tell us to watch? No. Yeah, there's a bunch, a bunch of Robins <laughs> in that. Tim Drake's uh-huh. in it. And uh, I was going to say Foggy Nelson. That's not true. Dick Grayson's <laughs> in it. Yeah, there's a bunch of younger characters in it that I really got to get around to watching. Mm-hmm. And they got another season, which was really cool because people love that show. So, Stephanie Brown. Oh, yes. Okay, go uh, for it. Briefly replaced. Uh, briefly stepped in as a Robin. Yeah. But then died. But then, spoiler alert, she didn't really die. Oh, speaking of spoilers, exactly. She so she was introduced initially. Uh, there is a very uh, lame sort of Z-list villain called the Clue Master. Mm. He's best known to me as being one of the members of Justice League Antarctica. Uh, <laughs> there was <laughs> a joke. No, well, yeah, it was a joke. I mean, obviously, there, yeah. there was a one shot in like 1990 or something. Mm. I'm sure I still have it somewhere. Where a bunch of what are they Raz and penguins? What are they up to? Well, they, they were they were literally they were killer penguins. Of course, there was back back in the day. That's the not ju- even original in this universe. <laughs> back in the day, uh, the Justice League. A lot of the Justice League comics were comedy books. Yeah, right. Because they were all lame C and D list yeah. characters. And so there was a there was a a one shot called Justice League Antarctica where a bunch of somewhat reformed villains mm. were put together to 
guard Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, and one of them was the Clue Master, who, again, he's like the Riddler, only not as good. Wow, that's really saying something. <laughs> right? But he had a daughter named Stephanie Brown. Yeah. And to uh, because, because she didn't she learned he was the Clue Master and didn't approve of this dumb lifestyle he was leading. So she created a vigilante identity called the Spoiler mm. to spoil, spoil his plans. Yeah. And then... Uh, she came across Robin and they had a romantic, the, Dick, the, the Tim Drake Robin, and they yeah. kind of had a romantic thing. And then when Tim Drake gave up the role of Robin, she took over for a while. Mm. And then she was killed. Yeah, but not really, I think. No, that's true, yes. Because no one ever really dies. Again, if you <laughs> no get a one exactly. ever really Not in dies. comics, certainly. Yeah. So, yeah, good character, I guess. Sure. I don't know anything about her. <laughs> she then became Batgirl. Yes. Briefly after that. And, who was, and then she was replaced by uh, the original Batgirl who came back. Terrific. Just people replacing people. That's what it's about, isn't it? It's an it's like the workforce in many ways, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Um, Damien Wayne. Yes. Lunatic Robin. Correct, He's yes. He's just a fucking lunatic. The <laughs> the uh the illegitimate the su- child yeah. of, of Bruce Wayne. I think it's Wayne. a legitimate child. Well, I'm just saying out of wedlock. <laughs> okay, oh, sorry, right. I'm using old I'm using outdated language. You certainly the are. The bastard son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of Talia Al Ghul and, and Bruce and Wayne, yes. So, which is why he's crazy, yeah, and, and he was raised by he was raised without Bruce Wayne's yeah. knowledge in the League of Shadows. This, yes. The the uh, the team of assa- the the clan of assassins. You often be having swords. Yeah, yeah. He's killed some people. He's killed some people. Yeah. So he's obviously there's a lot of Ra's Al Ghul or Ra's Al Ghul influence on him because that's <laughs> his that's his grandfather. Was it a trick? Did they they planned it out to get the seed of Bruce Wayne to? <laughs> Create this ultimate kid, wasn't that the I don't idea? I think about it to be honest. I think there was like, well, because because he's always trying to get Bruce Wayne on board. You oh, know, he's well. like Bruce Wayne, join the League of they Shadows. Should have just read that Batman Damned comic. Absolutely, you know? damn. damn. His dick is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, I know what you're saying. So, but Damien recently was yes. ki- oh, Bruce Wayne teaches him, taught him not to kill a bunch of people, right? That don't was kill any more people. Yeah. <laughs> I've already got one guy who's always <laughs> off killing people. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> so Damien, though, was killed by Heretic, which is an adult Damien clone. Mm-hmm. And then using the Chaos Shard. I don't know what uh, that is. It was together with some Darkseid stuff on Apocalypse. Uh, he was brought back. Oh, yes. And then Darkseid's son stepped through to kind of beat up everybody in the Batcave. But it turned out that Damien Wayne was superpowered. Oh, yes. And just pummeled him. And then the idea was like, what are we going to do with this? This Batman kid, Batman's kid now has superpowers. That changes the whole dynamic and whatever. And then they fade it away. And now he doesn't, okay, cool. He doesn't right, have yeah. him anymore. That's but, comic books, yeah. isn't but it? But I like, I like Damian Wayne as well. It's not my favourite. but No, but yeah. I think they've given him enough time. I feel like if they'd maybe a year or two in, they'd put up another one of those 1-800 numbers. Yes. Would you like Damian Wayne to live or die? I think yes. maybe the general audience would have said, you know what, die. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but he's sort of grown into his own. Yes. I found him irritating. Super Sons, obviously. Yeah, I found yeah. him irritating up until maybe the Super Sons, yeah. and, uh, in which he teams up with Superman's son. Yeah, who and they have a very different kind of dynamic, which yeah. is not dissimilar from the Superman-Batman kind of dynamic either. One's got superpowers and one's lame. One's nice, one's Batman. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Also, isn't there a future where Damian Wayne is Batman? Yeah. That we've never reached. Or yeah, but he's but he's clearly sold his soul to the devil or something because mm, yeah. he has weird demonic powers and he can't be killed. Yeah. In the there was a limited series called The Kingdom. Yeah. I guess many after many years after they eliminated all the parallel universes in yeah. uh, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, they're like, hey. Let's make things way more complicated and yeah. bring them all back, but in a different way. And yes. They, they did it in a miniseries called The Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, and in which we see a, a future version of 
Damien Wayne as Batman. There was also rumours that one of the Arkham games were going to pick up in the future with a Damien Wayne. I don't know whether that's true or not, but that was a that was an idea for a... I see. Because if you see how those games end, there's kind of some things that they can't do anymore. So it would be, And I think Damien Wayne exists in that universe. Or does he? I have no idea. I have probably. No, I have no memory of him. There are other universe. Robins in it because there's a moment when Tim Drake appears and he's yes. got the stick and the shaved head. Yes. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes. And maybe you play as him in DLC stuff. You do, yeah. Okay, there uh-huh. you go. Terrific. Yes. Terrific <laughs> stuff. Uh-huh. Also, Damian Wayne, I feel like, is always, of all the Robins, he's the one who's destined to become Batman and just be Batman. And not do another weird variation on it, except for the demon thing. Uh-huh. It's, for example, in DC's recently. Uh, for various reasons, which I will not spoil here, he ends up becoming Batman. Oh. So, yeah. So I think eventually, I think the way that we see Superman's son mm-hmm. will become the next Superman. You're I right. think eventually that's the way this is probably going to go. Unless he grows up kind of short. In which case, <laughs> can't probably not. Can't do it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. Yeah. It's always interesting that the, the Robins stay like, Five foot eight. Yeah, right, yeah. Until they are, are of adult age, yes. at which point they all become six foot two. But not as big as Bruce Wayne. They're always leaner. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah, cannot be that big. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Do you want to talk about some other versions, though, while we're bloody here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Earth 2, uh, Robin, you mentioned, stayed as Robin. The Toy Wonder is from DC 1 million. Oh, yes. Uh, he's a robot or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. He's got a robot sidekick. <laughs> yep. That feels apt for DC 1 million, right? Yeah, that was one of the dumbest series ever made, but I loved it. I loved it so much. It was really. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it's great. Cool, yeah. Is that the one where Superman can't get into the whatever yes. the thing? We've talked about it. Yeah. Uh, Boyd the Robin Wonder. I've Don't written, know what that is. I've written it I down. I think you've made that up. No, no. I, I went through a list. Uh, so the Injustice Universe. Oh yes. Damian Wayne kills Dick Grayson, and Dick Grayson becomes Dead Man. The new dead man or whatever. He's like That's a right. ghostly yeah. apparition. He kills him by accident. He does. I, he, I can't remember how. But he hits him in the neck with a stick maybe? Yeah, or he falls over and breaks his neck. Yeah, one of those two. things. Or he trips in the street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just thinks of Damien Wayne and he's, then he gets hit by a bus. <laughs> exactly. It's unrelated. You got any others though? No. Okay, no. well, mentioned Michael Cera. Uh, they got Teen Titans Go, the animated series, Young Justice, all of those are mentioned. Chris O'Donnell and, of course, we're going full circle. Let's bring it back to John Blake. Or, of course, or, or yes. as he's known, some people call him Robert. I think it's I his birth name or whatever. It it raises many questions. It's fascinating. Do we want to talk they're... about? People might have forgotten this or not know this. And I'm, I will talk about this endlessly. I will talk about. I just John mean Wayne. a bit of background. As oh, in what okay, we're right, about. sure. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So in the Dark Knight Rises, we're yeah. introduced to John Blake, mm-hmm. played by Jogo Lev, Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt, and he's just a beat cop in Gotham City. Yes. But he was an orphan just like Batman. And so he knows, he figures out who Batman is because they're both orphans or something. Yeah. He's got magical, he's got some sort of water divining ability, but for orphans because yeah. he's also an orphan. He looked into his eyes and he yeah, knew he or saw, whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Sure, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's no indication that he is any kind of Robin throughout, throughout the movie. Uh-huh. He doesn't put on a costume. He does shoot someone at one point oh, to that's death, very... <laughs> but then he's like, I don't like guns, and he puts them down. Right. I mean, after this shooting, I've just done. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, despite having no acrobatic ability whatsoever, he can't even do a single somersault. Wow. Uh, Batman just gives him all of his shit and right. goes, good luck. Yeah, because of orphan, the, the, the orphan, the madness. orphan code. Absolute madness. Right. That dude, we think we've mentioned this before. First shot, he'd swing into the side of the building and just explode. Just a big bag of blood. 
<laughs> guy's not ready. Right? At all. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe he'll be a different... Stay in the car. Right. Sort of say, fight crime from in the car. But it just seems to be an odd... I like those movies. I like them as well for yeah. the most part. It's just interesting that... It's fan service, right? It's is fan it service, yeah. but it, it sort of fascinates me that they didn't go... I, j- I just wonder what... I, w- I wish I was there for the production meeting yeah. or the onset in that last scene because he goes to... He goes to receive a will or something like that. What he, go, he goes to an off, some sort of office, and he has to uh, he has to get some paperwork. Yep. And he says there's some paperwork for John Blake. She says there's no, the secretary says there's nothing for John Blake. Yeah. And he says maybe it's under my other my my legal name. She says oh it's Robin. Yeah. But Robin's real name isn't Robin. Right? <laughs> and if and if so, he's going to fight crime under his real name. Legal name. Organized crime will never figure this out. They'll yeah. be after me, John Blake. But I, they'll never, I they'll never look in a phone book. My understanding is that he there would aren't just any phone books. No, my understanding is that he'd just be a vigilante. But he hasn't done any of that. Or he'll be Batman. Yeah, he'll exactly. Just, but he hasn't done any of that weird mountain training. Right? He hasn't sniffed a weird herb and he had a real he weird blow up a clan full of no. He didn't do any of that. But I think. <laughs> but my, I guess my question is: Did they say was the line originally? Oh, it's under my original name. Oh, Dick Grayson or yeah. something. And then, then somebody. A producer somewhere along the line said, Nobody, nobody's going to know who Dick Grayson is. Yeah. People who have gone through the people, people who have seen these movies and love them and have there and then have gone off on a deep dive about, yeah, you know, these com- and read the comics or whatever, they won't understand that uh, they won't understand the cultural touchstone that is Dick Grayson, a Robin that's been in every but Batman that's incarnation fine, for the last that, 80 years. That doesn't matter. I think by the end of the movie, everybody's still there. They're right? in the movie watching yes. the movie. Yeah. And maybe they'll be like, what was that about? Yeah. And then they'll Google it. Yeah. What they should have done mm-hmm. is what they should have done. He goes in the, and they go, oh, my God, your name's Dick Grayson. What a beautiful name. You should keep the name <laughs> Dick Grayson. I don't uh, know what this John yeah. Blake shit's going on. Mm. And then he goes into the Batcave and then he's got the little feathery breeze. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and then everybody who doesn't know who Robert is yep. makes the connection. Yeah. That's how you do it. And he's like, do I have to wear these? And it's a condition of the will. Yeah, it's uh, like if you're taking you're over, swore an oath. stay in the car and put these that's on. That's right. You, you, can, you can have my billion dollars, <laughs> but you have to wear these briefs. You can wear additional stuff as part of the costume. But but if you don't, yeah, terrific stuff. So that's well, not all the Robins. I was no. gonna say it's not, but that's kind of a briefish history of what what they had going on, isn't it? Yes. And didn't they have a lot going on? They had so much going on. Mm. Look, here's an honorary mention. If you haven't, if you've never seen this, there is a um, there's a one shot uh, from many years ago called Thrill Killer, which is sort of a sort of a Batman reboot set in the Ooh, early sixties. Look at that. It's very. Uh, it was written by Howard Chaikin and uh, yes. drawn by Dan Brereton, and it's just it's it's a uh, it's very odd. Okay, but it's uh, he's wearing a Letterman jacket. Yes, yeah, cool. It's uh, it's, it's a real which Robin is it? Real groovy take. It's Dick Grayson. Great, yeah, no problem. He looks more like a Jason Todd. Well, he's not. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking just then when I said that. There's also the Robin 80th anniversary 100 page spectacular, which is already out, which I have not read as of yet, or it's not out yet. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Have you read it? No. The reviews are looking good. So there you go. I'm going right. to check that out. But it's got that. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the imagery from that, but it's very Dark Knight esque. It's got that Dark Knight Robin jump that we all know and love. Oh, yes. Or the Batman jump, I should say. Uh-huh. So, yeah, 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 I there get you it. Go. Yeah, yeah, nice. And that's been whatever this is, isn't it? Hasn't that's it been right. Absolutely, it's been that. A yeah. real deep dive. The deepest dive you'll ever find on the character of Robin. We, we went, we splooshed into the water and we've finally come up for air, haven't we? No, I'm still down there. I'm drowning. Oh, wow. 
I'll yeah. see you later. I'm then. drowning in great content. Is what's <laughs> happening. All right, ready for the next segment? Yes. Well, you know what it is, though, don't you? That's oh, what we're reading. What we're gonna read? That's right. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? What are we reading today? That's a really good question. Mm. Are we going to catch up on some? Should we catch up on some? These new to digital releases? Yeah, I think we should. Bad Boys for Life is coming out this week, I it think. It is, yeah, so the 31st, should... I think. Yeah, Slam uh-huh. Dunk, but not the booze. Yes. Uh, are you going to check out The Hunt, are you? I don't want to. Yeah, but you could, couldn't you? I don't want to, though. I want to check out uh, My Dad's an Elf and Where Oh, you haven't watched that yet? Okay, yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. out yet? Oh, it's, no, it's, yeah, it is out on digital, but we it's We were thinking about doing all those Plus. this week. We didn't have time. We didn't have time, and also yeah. a, lot of, a lot of them aren't. Officially out here. Yeah, yet, that's right. Yet, so you so. got to VPN that shit if you yeah, want to grab it. that's so. right. Well, yeah, we'll check out a bunch of those at some yeah. point. Um, one of the things I'm reading, it, uh, it's from David Mar- Marriott, John Barber, and Tom Waltz, Transformers v. Terminators. What? So it's an alternate 1984. Oh, where the I ter- get it. Where the Terminators Generation are at, 1. That's right, where the Terminators are at war, and Skynet are at war with the Transformers. And you're like, are the Decepticons and the Terminators turn? Teaming up? Nah, they don't fucking like each other at all. <laughs> so it's one I don't know because I'm like, this is very odd, uh, but uh-huh. not in a bad way. But okay. um, so it's a limited series or it's one issue? I think it's I, no. There's a, there's there'll be more. So uh, I don't know how many, but yeah, no. And it's got a cool cover where it's like Optimus Prime, but there's like a Terminator. He's got a Terminator <laughs> head. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Is that who is that image? Dark Horse. Uh one of those. Yeah. Great. Don't you reckon it would be? It would definitely be one of those, I think. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Here's the image. You love images? There's nothing there, James. That's a grey blank There's a grey blank, yeah. Did you like Does, that? Is that the shadow of war? Is that That's the, right. The, Do you the, feel that? It's the yeah, weight feel, of yeah, it. Yeah, it really, really makes you think, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, not bad. You not understand bad. references. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to be like, run out and get it, but I didn't, <laughs> I certainly didn't hate it. I liked it, but huh. I just don't. One issue. You can't really tell from one issue. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can tell greatness from one issue. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but I think I don't. This is really one of those ones where I don't really know where it's going. So I can't. So yeah. So yeah. But I liked it. Yeah. Mm. Anything else that you're reading or going to read? Well, what I've been listening to actually is a podcast. I'm trying to catch up on a lot of uh, stuff from comedians that I would have seen during the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Good idea. But I can't now because the uh, comedy festival can't. They've all been murdered. Yeah. And then the comedy festival was cancelled. Um, so I've been listening to a podcast called The Mug Off. It's yes. uh, by a couple of guys I know and somebody I don't know. So uh, Cameron Duggan who's uh, uh, and Jared McGowan, who are two comedians from Sydney, yeah. uh, who I enjoy very much when they come to do live shows, mm. and a guy called Yaz, who I've never met before in my entire life. Maybe he's cool. He seems cool. He okay. seems pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, and they bring on an assortment of guests uh, and they talk about times they have been mugged off or have mugged off people in return. You know when you get mugged off? When some is it like a look? No, but like you know when when like here's some examples from their page. Give me some mugged uh, off. Let's see. Partner cheated on you. You've been mugged off. <laughs> Dealer stole your money. You've been mugged off. Told your mate you've been there. You'd be there in an hour. They never shown up. You mugged them off. So it's basically <laughs> they bring on they bring an assortment of guests. Is this an expression they created? No, this is real. I think this is from. I think it's from like uh, it might be from a Guy Ritchie film. Yeah. Oh, okay. But. Uh, they brought on I like that expression. Yeah, they brought on an assortment of favourites. Uh, Nick Cody was on an episode. Mm. Uh, let's see, uh, Becky Lucas. Yep. Uh, Tom Cashman. Uh, Sam Taunts. Taunton. Um, there's one from a guy called Andrew Wolf, mm. who's a former stockbroker turned stand-up. If you want to start on one, 
It's uh, he's a former stockbroker turned stand-up comedian. He's the loosest guy I've ever. He's like the <laughs> loosest unit I've ever encountered. Heard or encountered, in heard or encountered on any level. Really, just, it's just just madness. So maybe track down that episode. Uh, just I, I should you should listen to it as well, James. All right, it's, I will. Uh, that sounds terrific. It's oh, it's uh, they've they had to so. The, the episode initially said his full name. It said it's mug off number 16, Andrew Wolf. They've had to change it to Wolfie for legal reasons, basically. They had to change it. Oh, okay. So people couldn't search his name <laughs> and find out about all the stuff that he did. Illegal. That he's mentioned stock. on the podcast. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I have an example of what happened to a friend of mine of them being mugged off. Oh, go ahead. Uh, for two friends of mine who you know. Oh, yes. I'll let it this out. <laughs> oh, the two, <laughs> the two stooges. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. I've heard about it. So them. when we were living in London together, they yeah. just they uh they were out at the night and they thought we're gonna buy some some marijuana because we oh. love we love smoking drugs. Ah, some Bibles, yeah. you say? They were gonna buy some Bibles. That's right. Interesting. Except of course they they don't, there's not really a thing that they normally partake in and they don't understand. So they met a guy at a pub or whatever, and he's like, "Okay, you give me the money that I know the deal. He's just down this alley. Oh yeah. Uh, he's he's pretty he's pretty shy and like, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, right. So of course. He, so if yeah. you're dealing drugs, you don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> That's the last thing because that'll interrupt you getting in dealing more drugs. Yeah, you just wait here. You give me the money, and you just wait here, and I'll go and get him. And guess what? He didn't come back. What? <laughs> I know. So how did they get their illegal drugs? That's the thing, Mason. Yeah. They had to mug somebody for it. Oh, no. No, they didn't get any wow, illegal drugs. Wow. So yeah. What a, what a turn. When I heard that, I'm like, you're a pack of fucking muppets. Are you kidding me with that shit? <laughs> come on. Good times. Uh, anyway, it's a podcast I've been yeah. enjoying a lot, uh, and it is it is uh, rude and crude. That sounds great. Hang on. I'll, I'll see if there's um, any more, more guests that people yeah. Aaron, do you know Aaron Chen? Oh, yeah, he's one of the him, best. Yeah. I don't uh, know Chen, him, but Chenny I, Baby I, is one of the best. Yep. Uh, Goxie is on an episode. Oh, yeah. Nick Kappa. Uh, one do they of talk them. about the whole story the entire time, or are they? Oh, it's a, it's a series of. It, mm. it might be somebody might have one big story, or there might be you know a yeah, bunch right. of little ones or stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrific. It's good stuff. It's a good, good, good old pod. I reckon. Mugged off. Yeah. Check it out. Mugged off. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the next segment? Yeah. Of let's the do show? some letters. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you, some letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. If you want to reach the show, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I think you mean when you want to reach the That's show. That's true, because you can't stop yourself. <laughs> That's it's right. only a matter of time, right? That's exactly you right. You can hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter or hit us up at weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Yes. Do you have a letter, I've got Mason? a letter right here. Mm. So this one just says, thank you so much. Yeah. It's very nice. It's from Mo. He says, hi, James and Nick. Just a quick thank you for providing entertainment for me while I'm out patrolling on my own due to the COVID-19 virus. Keep up the great works. Uh, keep up the great work. Regards, Mo from Yorkshire in the UK. I love the and there's UK. There's a little, little little photograph of him. He's a uh, he's out and about. He's a Bobby. He's a Bobby in Yorkshire. Bobby He's a Bobby in Yorkshire. I didn't the see Bobby the photo initially because mm. it's a little 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 uh, little just, thumbnail. Just him there. looking. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I I thought. Do you reckon he could track down my friend's drugs? Yeah, you finally get you <laughs> finally get those drugs. Uh, I I. You know, and instead, I'm out patrolling on my own. So my my sure. assumption was obviously police officer first of first and foremost. But obviously. I'm like, part of my part of my brain was like, maybe maybe the UK has other stuff that, that patrols. Maybe he's like a patrolling milkman or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's some kind of dog, like service dog. Oh, the yes, right. You know what I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. That's what I love. Yeah. Mm. What uh... patrolling. 
Perry's chocolate orange. Oh my god, That's what here I'm doing we go. Oh my god. <laughs> a patrolling Jaffa I feel like, cake. I feel like a you, Jaffa cake on patrol. You remember one less every I time. Do, yes. <laughs> I was just thinking that, yeah. Yeah. I'll stop there. You're down to two, are you? Yeah, so next time it's just one. No, and then I'm going to find a list. And the last time you just have a stroke. It's yes. just you go to think of it and yeah. it's done. Yeah. yeah. Well, while you're finding a list. Please. Uh, well, you mentioned this up top, but uh, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. James says on Twitter, maybe it's time for Harry Potter 5 and 6 since no more movies are coming out. Uh, yes, they did talk about cro- uh, the new Harry Potter Fantastic Beasts 3 is coming out. Apparently it's going to be more like the first Fantastic Beasts Unless like the second one. In other okay. words, the one that people liked and made money. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I think next week we will do Harry Potter. What are we up to? Harry Potter there, yeah, five and six. Five and six? Yeah. yeah. yeah and then I guess by the time Fantastic Beast 3 rolls around, we'll do the final two and then we can be done with it. <laughs> we'll never be done with it. Never be done with Harry Potter. Next time we're going to go page by page through like um, mm. some sort of Harry Potter cookbook. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Look at this pot, it's stirring itself. <laughs> I don't have that though, so how do I do it? I guess that's probably true. Yeah, I need to get my kid to do it. Uh, uh, do you have another letter? Uh, look, this one just said, this is from Jonathan Berkovich. It says, quarantine workout. Here Hi, we Nick go. and James. I hope you were staying safe during the quarantine. Here's a workout video James can follow. So that's just for you later. I've got my own workout video I mean, channel. What's it called again? Scott Handsome. Scott Handsome, right? Scott Handsome 69. See, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering if this is a real. Workout video, or it's a joke workout video, or it's a virus. Who's to say? Let's see. You're going to click right, on it? Okay, let's, let's click on it. Oh, no. You have to save it to your phone or something. God, here we go. All right. Yes, allow to access. God. Oh, Mason, you've just opened up all. Ah! Oh! <laughs> oh, very good. Lifting a baby. He's lifting up his baby. I like it. But it... That's probably copyright. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a bunch. <laughs> I meant you. Oh, no, yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> so this is from Joe uh, Mortison on Twitter, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Listen to episode one from 2013. I wonder if you have any memory of this because I don't. Not a few questions for you. Uh, James, do you still hate children? I probably said that as a joke because I was teaching at the time and I... Uh... And now you've had more experience than several... Children, the answer is yes. Yes, of course Absolutely I do. Absolutely, hate children. And Mason, Mason, is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen still the worst comic book slash superhero movie or has it been usurped? Is it worse than The Spirit? That's my question to you. I don't hate The Spirit. Have you movie. even seen all of The Spirit though? What I've seen of The Spirit, it's not my least favourite thing in the world. Mm. It's not a very good The Spirit's movie. No. But it's, I mean, it's it's okay. It's kind of a second-rate Sin City movie. Yeah. Uh the most recent Fantastic Four movie is pretty bad. Well, we're coming up on that, aren't we? We sure are. We're doing all of them. <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't rewatched that recently, but no. that is like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. At least has, I mean, they all they all make you question the movie making process and reality itself. Yeah, that's so true. But at least there's a bunch of really interesting stuff in League yeah. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's one of the worst. It's for one me. of the worst. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, I don't know. Justice League is one of the worst. I don't know. We harp on a little bit, but it's bad. St- yeah, it is bad, but I don't hate. I still I don't <laughs> okay. hate it. I can't muster the hate for it. But that's why I think it's so bad. Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, but it's the worst because at, at the very <laughs> it least, should be. It should be at least you know it was their fifth movie or whatever it was. It should at least be pretty solid, and it's yeah. just it's just 
it's just a family running away from a red cloud or whatever happens in that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, you yeah, would. See, if you look at like worst comic book movies, like you get like Steel and Elektra and Batman uh-huh. and Robin and whatever, but I think it should go to something like A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because it's $150 million and it's yep. just not good. Mm. You know, like I feel like with, you know, Steel, it's like what were they really ever going to do with this? Exactly. They tried yeah. their best. Like That's it was, why that I don't was like never... None of that. None yeah. of those decisions are good. We had a. We have an email here. If I may find it. I love emails. And yeah, you may a, find yeah, it. A, um, uh, hang on. Jonah Hex. I've never seen. See, that could be in there. Catwoman. I've still never seen. Yeah, this is from Dan Wolf, who has a um has a uh, Instagram uh, account called Three Panel Origin. Where he creates original superheroes every usually every couple of days in, oh my in, goodness. in three little panels. Uh, but he said uh, he was curious if either of us enjoy watching bad, cheesy, incompetent movies or enjoy so bad they're good movies. And that sort of feeds into that. Yeah. Where I don't – I I feel better making fun of movies that have a huge budget and are still inexplicably terrible. Same. Like that – I enjoy I enjoy tearing into that kind of movie more. Than like, like a low budget that enjoyment. trying. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. So like uh, he's, uh, some examples here, The Room, Samurai Cop, Miami Connection, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Mm. And many more are so bad and so entertaining. And they are, they are, yeah. But you can also see with those, and it's the same way I think with that first Fantastic Four movie, which we recently did, you can see the craft into in it, yes. even though it's not good necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you look at like Fantastic Four 2005, with, which is this big, big budget, slick pile of shit. Right. So, you know. Mm. Mm. Really makes you think. Yeah, I, I, am, I, I feel better and I feel it's more justified if we watch something that, cost $100 million plus, and you look at it and you go, why did that character do that? Oh, it's just to progress the plot. Yeah. No, it's just just a series of... Barely connected scenes and it's yeah. and it's terrible. And then and we I'm, have to hear about the stuff that was taken out <laughs> for the rest of our right. lives. But I have way more fun making fun of those. But anyway, I agree. You know, yeah, I'm with right. you. Yeah. Uh, this is an email from Johnny. Mm. Uh, it says the subject line is the mystery of Bullwhip Griffin. Uh, we've gotten a lot of emails about oh, the butlers, the lot, Bullwhip yeah, Griffin, right? a lot of Disney yeah, yeah. Channel, a lot of lot of fans of Disney Channel original movies. Absolutely, or as they call them decoms. <laughs> you know that, which would be a great name, I think, for like. If you're in some sort of zombie apocalypse, that's what I would call the zombies. Maybe call them decoms. Doesn't make any sense though. They're de- decomposing. Oh, that's good, Mason. Right, it's good. And the quality of these movies is decomposing. Also, uh-huh. uh, let's see. Last week we mentioned the Adventures of Bullwhip Griffin. Uh, who is who is Bullwhip Griffin? The kid, the butler. The the answer is the butler. I knew it. You I did knew say it was it. the butler. I didn't think it was. The butler accidentally knocks out some tough guy, and everyone thinks he's this terrifying guy, and give him the name Bullwhip Griffin. But he doesn't even knock him out with a bullwhip. Doesn't seem that way. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> uh, would can Johnny be the official irrelevant information giver of the podcast? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like we're that, but okay. Since <laughs> we haven't yeah. claimed it, you yeah, got that's it. right. You could be our sidekick, <laughs> so that's okay. Yeah, there we go. Uh, this is from Bruno Vincent. Yes. Says I saw recently that Jackie Chan's Mr. Nice Guy and the third series of HBO's The Leftovers are both partially set in Melbourne and have scenes on public transport, so tram true. and bus, respectively. What are your favourite works of international pop culture that have featured or visited Melbourne? Ghost Rider. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, but that's not set in Melbourne. Uh, okay, right, there's right, a lot right. of like, uh-huh. look, it's the Yarra River. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the check out the Rebel Wilson's there. Rebel Wilson's in it. Check, it, check, that, check that out. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah. We should watch Cats. We should watch Pooch Perfect. Which is the TV series oh that Rebel God. Wilson is in? Did it's you, about are you aware of Pooch Perfect? Dogs getting haircuts. Yeah, dogs get, it's a dog yeah. makeover show. Yes. Yeah. How much money do you think Rebel Wilson got for being in Pooch Perfect? Millions. You'd right? have to have, right? Because you'd have to be back here to do it, and then yes. probably filmed 
20 in a week. Right. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of them interviewing people without Rebel Wilson around. And she probably comes in at the start of the end of the episodes and goes, whose pooch is perfect? Everyone claps. And then a bunch of losers come out with their stupid fucking dog haircuts. The dogs are the losers, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. You got to watch it? Yeah, I love it. Don't you wish TV was good? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I'd be nice if Australia had a TV industry that works. See, I was, I was talking to someone about this recently, or maybe it was on Twitter or a YouTube comment or whatever. Australian TV is almost exclusively terrible, but I don't think the ratio of terrible to good is any different than anywhere else. It's just that the, the, the amount of stuff, stuff produced is much less. So it feels like all of it's bad. No, but see, it is all bad because... But it's not all bad. It's almost exclusively bad, yeah. though. I think there's more bad here because there's no incentive to make anything good. Yeah. Like, in, Australia, in there's there's certain... There is a quota. There's you, a qu- you have to... In Australia, the Australian TV stations have to produce a quota of Australian-produced so content. So they just do garbage Yeah, so it's reality. just whatever's cheapest, so it's reality TV. Yeah. There's no. There's not really any scripted anything there's anymore. There's some ABC stuff. Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Except for the TV show First Dates, which is quite good. Uh, yeah, I've seen it's, a bit it's, of that. it's terrible cringe TV, Obviously, but, it's, yeah, but yeah. it's worth it's worth it's worth a watch because it's, it's it's real terrible. people doing going on terrible dates. It's gonna oh God, it's I gonna it's it. gonna enjoy it. I don't love it. I've never All really right. seen it, but I love it. Mm. Is that it? Let's just bloody okay. Let's wrap it let's up. Let's right, wrap yeah, it up. Like, we got to record James, some other stuff, James. Mason. That's everything. Excellent. I wish there was more things, but there's no more things. Well, there'll be more things next week and every week. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so if you. What do you want to bring me into the show and I'll absolutely, do the, do the, uh, James. Here I'm. Here I'm doing it. Don't even worry about it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for subscribing. Thank you, everyone, for telling a friend mm. uh, remotely, not in person, because that's right. This is social distancing. That's how we do it these days. We want to see these numbers boost big time during <laughs> this period of time, and then drop right off when people are back in the streets. That's right. That's why we. I'm want. out in the streets. They'll say I've got no time for listening to a podcast. Are you kidding me? I've got real world problems I've got now. Like, I've got to keep my ears clear for bird songs. <laughs> And people singing off their balconies. That's right. You that's going to go away really that's quickly. That's absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that stuff goes away as soon as people put their phones away also. Yeah. I think it's just a social media. Th- no, it's good. Whatever. <laughs> right. Do whatever gets you through. Uh, thank you, everybody, for leaving a nice review. James, do you have a nice review there? I've got two nice reviews, Mason. You can do it in-app. It really helps the show. This is from uh, Haraman8. My friends think I'm funny thanks to you. Hi, guys. Just to clarify the title of this review, I steal all your jokes and don't tell them to my friends. <laughs> Come on, man. At least... Give us the given the podcast, and then they'll eventually figure it out and turn on you. A personal f- <laughs> uh, favorite of theirs is James McAvoy saying, "I don't know what to do." So thanks for making me seem funny. Also, I love the pod. Keep up the good work. No problems, thief. I mean, we couldn't do that without, of course, the magic of James McAvoy. That's very true. That's not all us, is it? No, that's true. And this is from JMRN19. It says five stars, and it is a five stars. I'll be lying if I said I listened to all the episodes. Great start. I do ever want to share. Uh, st- to state so this review was based on an incomplete <laughs> listening of all that podcasts. That despite this, I tend to enjoy it, uh, enjoy it on the day off that I listen. It's a good way to cheer me up and be entertained. Just a soothing familiar voice. Been listening since 2015. Love the YouTube videos. I've watched almost all of those. So there you go. I think a lot of people though, yeah, you don't have to watch every single ep- listen to every single episode. You can duck in and out if you want. That's if you don't cool know anything too. about Robin, uh, you could have skipped you this know episode. Everything. Now you know everything about Robin. There's no excuse if you didn't know everything about Robin. You should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't believe you skipped it just to this bit in the podcast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you, but I love listening to the reviews of the podcast. So I, I wouldn't listen to the podcast itself. Yuck. But I'll definitely listen to those mm. reviews. What's next, though? Uh, look, if you uh, you want to get in contact with us, like many people have and do, 
You can go to uh, Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail, at Twitter, at Facebook, at Bandcamp. We have all our audio commentaries. If you'd like to get some of those in your ear holes, if, you're, if you're staying home uh, yeah. recently. I want to do Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I don't know how that. we're going to do it if we're splitting this band up, mate. Well, I mean, that's that's not necessarily... Look, what what will probably happen is we'll both get the coronavirus and we'll both recover from it and yep. then we'll be fine, right? Oh, yeah, good point. That'll so, be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah good yeah. idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, if people are syncing up the commentaries to listen to the commentary, surely we could sync it up to do the commentary, <laughs> Yes, right? that's probably true. The thing that we demand of other people, we should be we should able to do ourselves. Able to do yeah. We'll make it happen. It's going right, to happen. Right, don't we'll even, don't happen. even worry about it. I wasn't it. worried about it. I was. Okay. What else? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, you can also go to the uh, Planet Broadcasting uh, Facebook group, Planet Broadcasting Great Mates, uh, all kinds of fun civil discussions about all kinds of pop culture stuff. Just, just, and you can just, just have a good old chat about the world. Oh my god, what's happening in the yeah, world? It's good, isn't just it? Just get in there. Show us your, show us your desktop. Yes. Show us your, show us your, uh, your, your, um, your home office set up right now. There's a lot, a lot of that going on. Let me tell you. Uh, there um, certainly is. That's right. You can also go to planetbroadcasting.com. You can look at all the podcasts on the Planet Broadcasting Network. You, you can sign know up to the is. newsletter from the great Rob Collins. He's at the Weekly Planet. On Twitter, I am uh, Wikipedia Brown on Twitter, and on Instagram, I'm Nick Maso, N I C K M A S E A U. James, you're Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. Everywhere and always. If you would like to support the podcast, mm. and if you'd like to steer the direction of the podcast in any which way you choose, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies if you'd like, like to chuck in a buck, because James, you put up polls and things like that. I do, uh, I absolutely Bonus do. content early if you'd like us to... Uh, That's why we're doing uh, Fantastic Four. And then I put up a second poll that was like, Seriously? are you sure you want us to do this? Because I'll do it, but... Yeah. We don't want to. <laughs> we do not want to. Uh, but but uh, yeah, you can just chuck in a buck there. Any any man you can spare, we'd, we'd certainly appreciate it. Definitely, but of course, trying time. So if you can't, that's if you fine can't, too. then you, yeah, you shouldn't just just uh, just enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You can also go to the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description. Yeah. If you're uh, needing to buy some stuff on Amazon for your home, since you can't leave your house. Yeah. I don't want to go through a link. Give that prick Bezos some money, why don't you? <laughs> that's what I say. What do we'll you take say? his money as he takes your money? Exactly. Even, yeah. <laughs> Good times. Uh, we've got some T-shirts on Tee Public, which you can buy and stockpile in your house for when you want to leave. Oh my goodness! Eventually, and and be resplendent in your new gear. Or if you run out of toilet paper, right. whatever. You go to uh, 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 you go to uh, teepublic yep. Search for the Weekly Planet. Uh, we've got some USB tapes, audio books on tape. Oh my god! Search, search for those. We do, yeah, we do. Uh, with with commentaries and best of episodes and all kinds of stuff. That's right. Uh, and also, thank you to the Root and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. Every week they do them. They've just they do them live. We bring mm. them in. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to stop that. We might have to go to recordings of them. I'm happy to risk it. But this, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You you know best. So uh, <laughs> thanks to those guys, and uh, that's that's the whole show. I reckon. It's the whole show. Yeah. Uh, next week, as we said, Harry Potter. Harry Stay Potter. Safe. So if everybody wants to rewatch five and six, but just those, I guess, all yeah. of them, whatever all you're of up them, to, let us yeah. know. I know I certainly can't, but other people probably can. Probably can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we'll see you guys on the next Weekly Planet, the podcast. Grab that, Jimmy, guys. We'll see you real soon. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you.